All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hey there it's michelle norris i'm host of a podcast called your mama's kitchen when i travel i'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when i'm not at home and one of the things i love to do when i am at home is entertain and airbnb allows me to do that when i was in california recently i rented a house that had a great kitchen and when we were sitting around the table we're all thinking we're in someone else's house someone could be in all of our homes as well If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Uh, the best late plans never always seem to go the way you expect. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to Coming in Hot. Brent Wallace alongside Jason York and Bobby Ryan and not Andy Sutton. We apologize. Uh, literally just like 20 minutes ago, he uh, said his day got uh, out of control and he has to deal with something. When you're the CEO of a company, gentlemen, you have to make some decisions, and huh. so I'm I'm assuming that's what's happened. Yeah, he got, uh, you were on the phone. Well, we were all on the phone with him in some sense, I guess, except for Yorkie. But uh, <laughs> just said the day said the day got blown up, and we'll see him. Uh, we'll see him Thursday, I think. So, uh, good thing is we're really good on the fly, just like our ad reads. <laughs> I used I used to I used to have a thing when I used to do radio because we'd get guys canceling all the time, and the the thing is they just say family reasons. You say family reasons, you can't question it. You got so, nothing. Because yeah. you might not want to know the answer. So you That's just right. say, oh, fa- family reasons. I can't, yep, right. <laughs> not going to question that. Uh, Alex DeBrinkett. Yeah, no, family tees off kidding. at 2.40. There's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I got a tea time with my son. Uh, as always, everybody, this show brought to you by Botano. Go to botano.ca. Uh, we'll get to ad reads in a bit later. Um but we do have plenty to talk about. One Right now, the prospect challenge is uh, wrapping up in Buffalo for the Ottawa Senators. they got one more period to go. It's 1-1. Um, and there's, a, there's been a player, uh, Taryn Pfizer, who scored in this game for Ottawa. He, I think it's now is his fourth goal. Uh, he's undrafted, played in the East Coast League. He's 22 years old. He had uh, 27, 20, somewhere in that. He had 50 points in 62 games. He was a minus 27. Uh, um, <laughs> undrafted. So... Gentlemen, as you guys, uh, Bobby, obviously a high-end pick, Yorkie is seventh, you can appreciate uh, being undrafted doesn't help your cause whatsoever. No, not generally. Um, but he's coming. I think the biggest thing, and I, I can't actually speak to it because I never came in as an undrafted player, but I think the biggest thing they can do is earn themselves a longer look in an AHL, ECHL contract. He can obviously put up points. He can shoot the pill, too. Some of those shots were nice. Um, yep in the early game there. And I haven't seen the, I guess the one today is he's coming down the wing on a one on two and he just fires it from the circle and beats like, it's like 
nobody was paying yeah. any attention. It felt like, uh, but that uh, that discredits his ability to score goals too. It doesn't discredit it, but by day four of those camp, everybody's running on fumes, and you're trying to get the main camp and all that. Yeah. But not saying right. anything bad about that. He can shoot the pill, and I, he earned himself a longer look. I don't know if he comes to main camp off of it, but he's probably going to get the call to the Belleville for that camp a hundred percent. So good on right. him. I I like that right. stuff. Right now, David Bell is watching him a lot closer than Pierre Dorian and his staff are watching him right now. They're trying to figure out, can this guy play in the American Hockey League? And 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 they're pretty thin. Like The, the Senators are yep. pretty thin as far as prospects go. So pretty good organization to go to right now if you're, if you're trying to get a job in the AHL. And AHL jobs are tough to come by these days. So he's got no chance of making the Ottawa Senators. I'm just being real here. Um, sure. And this is the thing. I was joking with you before the show, uh, Wally. Bob, you never had to go through this. But when I was a seventh-round draft pick, I hated this time of year because all the scouts are in the stands. So when Bobby was going to camp, they had the guys in the stands with the pom-poms. They're cheering, give me a B, B, give me an O. It's like, oh, Bobby Ryan. And they're all – because if Bobby Ryan doesn't play well at camp, they look like idiots. Where if this, if if Pfizer doesn't who cares? It's not our guy. Like, it's just, it's the way it is. But yeah. it's, if, um, like, when I went to the American League, I was scared to death because I'm like, shit, I'm going against the second, third, fourth rounder of the college free agent. I'm trying to make the American League. Thank God, Barry Melrose pulls me aside, like, after a month in the hotel. He's like, hey, kid, you really get 80 assists in the, in the, in the OHL last year? I'm like, yeah, yeah I did. He goes, you think you can do that here? I'm like, no. He goes, how about four? He goes, how about 40? I go, maybe. He's like, all right. He goes, those fucking guys in Detroit, they want to send you down to the East Coast League, but fuck them. I'm keeping you here. So <laughs> I love it. It wasn't for Barry Melrose. I would have been down in the cheese toast, Bob. Oh, it's hard <laughs> to come back from the toast. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're down there, you're not. It's tough sledding, but uh, not a big man, attrition no, rate. <laughs> no, it's not good. But uh, anyways, this time of year. I know people are making a big deal at rookie camp. Sure. Those guys are trying to get spots in the AHL right now. This NHL roster is pretty well made. There's maybe a bottom six spot that's up for grabs that maybe a guy like Sokoloff can grab. But besides that, this team is made. Well, they got too many guys. uh, Right? Like, you're trying to figure out how to fit one Shane Pinto into a roster that doesn't. Yes. Yeah. So right. that, but, but that's, but that's going to, that might give an early season opportunity to someone like Ridley Gregg to, to, to yeah. get here sooner than later and get playing more right away. That's all that's going to do. Yeah. Uh, so we brought up a couple of names I want to discuss one Igor Sokoloff. Uh, so training camp starts Wednesday. So the golf tournament is tomorrow on Tuesday. Training camp starts Wednesday. Igor Sokolov remains an RFA. I firmly believe a deal will be signed and he will be there on Wednesday. So it's either going to be signed Monday or Tuesday. And I think he will get it done for Wednesday. So uh, that's the good news. He is Belleville's leading all-time leading goal scorer. Good dude. And I hope like he's trained his ass off. But we've talked about uh, in the past. I hope he's there for the, for the start of camp. I know he wants to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good kid, eh, Wally? Good kid. You know, you, You've had like, some good interactions with him. Yeah, he's just a really good guy. He, when you're passed over three times for the draft, yeah. that's a lot of humble pie, if you will. Uh, yeah. And he's worked his ass off to get to where he's at. Uh, I, he doesn't take anything for granted, and so uh, <laughs> I, I really like who he is and what yeah. he's done. Yeah. yeah, I like the way. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know him personally. I just like the. Way, he always seems like he's smiling. He always likes. He, yes. he enjoys being around the rink and around the guys. Um, I'd like to see him get rewarded, whether that's a, it's not going to be a one way. We know that, but at the same time, I'd, I'd like to see him find a way to get himself some games because he's, he yeah. puts the work in yep. everybody loves him. Um, the fans included. It'd be really, really nice to see. Yeah, he's hoping, the only, the he's only hoping, issue. Go he's ahead. hoping for a long Pinto negotiation here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take your time, boys. Take your time. It's all good here. <laughs> is, uh, is, is Pinto in Ottawa even? No. No, well, no. not to my understanding, unless they've really closed the gap. But as far as I know, that gap is pretty wide. They're, uh, it is. I, I don't. I, like I don't think Pinto is going to be here for preseason games. But 
you know, anything can change in a day, right? So the here's be the the difference, guys. And Yorkie, you know this as an incoming owner, is that once ownership takes over, and if they make any moves, uh, front office wise, that maybe that switches stuff, and maybe something changes along those lines. Yeah, they still have to figure someone has to leave, right? Because they're over the cap with 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 Pinto in. Yes, so they. they Yes. And they've got to make that move before they sign Pinto, because otherwise, if you sign Pinto, then everybody knows you're up yeah. against the cap and, and you get. Yeah. Nothing for... And I hate saying this, but there's a very good chance at camp. Usually somebody always gets hurt. Like it's just it's always. It's, yeah, always. And then that changes things. So you kind of you do have the luxury of waiting to see. But I it's not good for young guys to miss camp, especially young guys that aren't used to the grind, the year in and year out grind. And Pinto has been hurt before. Like it's, it's, it's just tough when you miss, miss, miss those reps, miss being around the guys because it's uh, it just makes it that much more difficult. Not impossible. Like Brady Kachuk was. I was just going to say Brady. And, Brady yeah, was yeah. the one guy everybody's like leading up yeah. to Brady. Everybody's like, you can't miss camp. You have too many yeah. prone to injuries. Brady shows yeah. up and then just deals out an yeah. amazing season. So I, I know I've stopped I know. with the, you need to be in camp at the beginning. Yeah. Let's I know. go with Brady being the exception though. And <laughs> <laughs> because the way that he plays, uh, is a lot different than a guy that actually needs the reps in the defensive scheme. Brady's going 100 miles an hour, and and he does not need the reps. But a young no. guy at 22 years old that's learning positional play yeah. at the center position needs those reps. It's a different. Yeah. It's a different scenario. Yeah, Brady doesn't. Brady doesn't have a problem getting amped up for games. No, <laughs> no, I'll be just fine. You just dial it back a little bit, like your little sub. To, you know. Yeah. You don't need to fight in the preseason. Is uh by the way shane pinto and the trade rumor stuff i know it i get it i don't see any scenario playing out where shane pinto is traded not there's not one that i see as a scenario i can't um he's too valuable as a right-handed center he's just too valuable as a position at 22 years old with his best years ahead of him and and i mean for a third line i mean put up 21 goals you know that's or 20 was it 21 that he scored Mm mm-hmm yeah, he's twenty. I mean, it's twenty-one. Man, he's, he, uh, yeah. but he's like you. As you guys understand, you need to be deep down the middle in order to be a strong playoff team. You've got to go one, two, three down the middle. You do. And, yeah. and Ottawa's got that ability right now. So another year of seasoning with these guys, and they are a legitimate contender with those three guys at center. Look Agreed. at Ottawa's look at Ottawa's roster makeup right now. Josh Norris, left-handed center. Um, Stitzla, left-handed center. Kastelik, uh, what's Kastelik? Is he right or left? He's a righty. He's a righty, but he's he's more of he's your fourth line. You pencil him in for your fourth line. You win in this league with a third line. That's if yep. if if Ottawa wants to be a playoff team that can do some damage, which I think not this year, but the next year. I think they're a playoff team this year for sure. I think that oh, like that narrative sure. of oh, wait, like that narrative of let's wait, like shut up. This team is a playoff team. Enough. Talk to the players. Talk to the players, uh, and they will tell you it is playoff time. It is. This team's too good on paper. You got two goalies. You got great D. You've got a great top six. Um, there is no reason. I know people will say, "Well, who's coming out?" Enough. Ottawa's a playoff team this year, and I think next year they they win a round or two. Like, I think they're that good. And um, but in, in order to do that. Pinto has to be part of it. He's not going anywhere. You are but not who trading is coming right out, Yorkie. Who is coming out? <laughs> Florida's. I, I'm going to take a step. Man, I can see Florida taking a step back. I just think they they just squeaked in. Mm. Um, I'm not sold. I'm not sold on the Boston Bruins. I just think, man, they've been pillaged. That team has been decimated. Bergeron, yeah, Bob, Bobby Ritchie, doesn't care. He's all in on Boston. Paul. I, I know, love but I, I just not, to... but it's not the logo that goes out and plays. It's players. Yeah. Like, <laughs> as much as I like Monty as a coach, man, like they just lost so many guys. Okay. So That's... let me, let me ask you to, um, because we understand the dynamic of the room when you're all pulling on the same rope and how important that is. Are the Ottawa Senators going to be willed into the playoffs by the players themselves? If that makes sense, if you get what I'm saying, they may not be the most, uh, skilled team in the Eastern Conference or in the Atlantic Division, 
but are they going to will themselves into a playoff position? I don't know that they have to. They got enough skill, but I, um, I mean, that top six is no joke, right? When you think about it, the third and fourth, a, a little lean, but not, not a tragedy by any means. You can win if you sign Pinto and get him in there. Um, yeah. But they are going to have, they, and their goaltending got a little bit, everything got better. They're still not the most skilled team. With all that being said, they're going to have to be a work. They're going to, they're going to be a lunch pail team. You bring your, bring your lunch pail, go to work every day. And that is how they're going to win games through depth because they finally have some of it on the defensive side of things through your top two lines have to score. You have to, you have to get the balance, right? Whether that's 18 minutes and then 15 minutes or whatever, you know what, you know, between the top two lines and your third, your third line has to get solidified and you're in, but it's not because Boston's coming out, Yorkie. They're in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll save that till we get to our yeah, season preview. Favorite. Uh, yeah. But that's look an at, interesting look, topic. Look at it this way. Claude Giroux didn't come to Ottawa just so he could bring his son on the ice for practice. He came here to get in the playoffs. He's 35 years old. This is, he's didn't he, like, he's didn't he got, come here for eight, nine, eight, 19 and a half million dollars. Yeah, that helped. Yeah. That helped. But, <laughs> but he's he's still a great player. Like Claude Giroux is a, still a very good player in this league. And you just you look at this roster. Brady Kachuk right now is one of the top left wingers in the game. Tim Stutzler's one of the up and coming best stars in the game. Then you've got depth and you got leadership and you brought in secondary scoring and Tarasenko. You look at Kubalik on your third line. Pinto comes back. Look at that top four D. That's a very good puck moving uh, top 40. As long as they stay healthy, I, I see no reason why this isn't a playoff team. And don't forget, they got two good goalies now, two good, healthy goaltenders. If you go around and you look at most rosters in the league, I would put the Senators, especially in the East, as, as, a, as a team that doesn't have a lot of holes. And they're hungry. They're hungry. They want to get there. And they've got a captain that's going to drag that team into the battle. So to your, to answer your question, I can see Brady Kachuk dragging this team into the playoffs because that's, this guy wants it. And when your captain is your hardest worker and the heartbeat of the team, he's got that ability to drag the rest of the guys. And he won't have to, he's got the help of Giroux. Stutzla's motivated. Norris is healthy. Too many, too many good players. Uh, this team's ready to make the playoffs. All right. Uh, I do have a question that's up in so read Ian Mendez's article today on Tim Stutzla. He went over to Germany mm. and spent some time with him. Now, Tim Stutzla says he could have made 10 plus million dollars a season and turned it down in order to hang out with the boys and get everybody signed. Do we think Stutzla would have been signed for 10 plus million dollars? Yorkie, what do you think? Um, what's this? Not, Sorry. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they offered him ten, and he said I'll take eight. <laughs> no, no. Here, let me get you the quote. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 guys, I can't do that. You know what? I'm just I'm good with eight. You know, ten's yeah. nice, but I like the sound of eight better. Because the NHLPA <laughs> is going to be pissed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his agent's going to be like, "Hey, Timmy, Timmy, yeah. I got I got other clients, bud. <laughs> Let's have a chat, shall we? You know what? You know what? I'm a good guy." Uh, read the quote I, I'm getting to it I wasn't none of this was prepared since we had a different show planned for today uh, keep going we'll I did I, I saw the gist of the comment and I think what he's getting at is he's saying and I don't I don't know how accurate it is but it's what he's saying is I took less knowing that we could build more that's what I'm saying money money could be allocated differently but I don't I understand what he's saying but at the time he's 21 years old and he's getting eight by eight. He's not, he's not thinking I'll, I'll take less. Eight by eight is a hell of a deal. If he had waited a year, <laughs> would he be making more Yorkie a hundred percent? Don't you agree? He would be making more than eight. So it's a good yeah. looking deal at this point, but yeah. But and, he and doesn't listen, know that he's going to have that year last year is until it happens. So it's hard to as say as much that. as so. Yeah, I agree. Coming off that year last year, he probably gets into the nines. But here's the thing. You know this as well as I do, Bob. This is the thing with these contracts. And I love Stutzla. I, I see no reason why he's not going to be a superstar. But now you got to do it again. 
And yeah. that's like before in the league, it used to be about you will get paid after consistently showing that you can play to a high level in the league and then you'll get paid. So that's the tough thing. You got you got to take educated guesses. And, and, and that's why you see so many teams have these bad contracts. But I don't think Stutz will be that way. But hey, now there's some pressure on him. Uh, he's got to do it again. And I, I still we had this discussion about a month ago. Like, it's going to be tough for him to hit that goal number again this year. Everyone's saying he's going to automatically be over 90 points. That's really tough. And, and I think if he's under, it's not, a, it's not a success or a failure because they're going to be deeper this year. So it's, yeah. I think it's a great contract. Um, it's, it's great for him, great for the team. But now he's got to do it again. And that's what this league's all about. You have to consistently perform. I think he will. Uh, but it will be tougher now with a healthy Josh Norris in the lineup to let's he was, he was getting over 21 minutes a, a night last year. So if, there if was, they win 50 games two one, I don't care who scores. Right. And exactly. But then, you know, the people are going to be out there and say, ah, oh, Stutzler's numbers are down. Well, and, if they're in the playoffs, nobody's talking about if they're not in the playoffs and it's close, yeah, then people will be like, well, he, if he'd scored yeah. five more goals. They'd be in the playoffs. That's what's going to happen. You know, I, okay. I'm going to read you the quote. Yeah. You got it. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to read a couple of paragraphs. If Stutzla had waited, he certainly would have had enough leverage to warrant a much richer contract, says Ian Mendez. But that was never his motivation. Personally, quote, I think if someone is making 10 or 11 million, it makes it hard to win this win with the salary cap. But with everybody making under 9 million in our young core, I think we have a really good chance to win. And the only goal I have, the only goal I really have is to win a Stanley Cup with this group of guys. He knew that he could have joined the league's salary elite and made north of 10 million with his new contract for me it wasn't important if i made 9 million or 10 million making 8.35 million is still a lot of money i just think it's a really fair deal for both sides you know and that's what i wanted that's what he said yeah so he's basically saying if i would have took a chance and played out and not signed right away i could have got more yeah that's what he's saying yep it's the same thing with Sidney crosby right crosby yeah. took less so they could keep getting malk in there and Chris Letang and uh, all those guys so he could win with them. I, t I totally would agree. Did you, uh, Bob, did you hear the stories in Boston when Marshawn and those guys took less to keep not, the team? Not prepared? really. No, I never so, no. I was talking to some guys and, and they said when, when McAvoy and some of the guys were getting into contract disputes, there was word that Marshawn, some of the guys were like, you know what? Don't be too greedy because we took a little bit less so we could have a great team here and win. And they said, if you hold out, we're going to make life miserable for you every day in practice because we're all here as a team to win. I forget. I think it was McAvoy. It ended up signing. I can't remember. It might have been DeBrusque as well. But you look at those. Those were really uh, team-friendly contracts. So the one with Bergeron, like Marchand especially, like he was a yeah. deal for a lot of years. Yeah. No, he's... I, re I remember vaguely hearing the stories about it, but I didn't, I, I actually don't know which player it was either, whether it was DeBrusque or McAvoy, but um, yeah. I asked those guys if they would do it again. They won a couple of president's cup trophies, but <laughs> yeah, you know, um, yeah. at the end of the day, though, like they're, they're all making enough money to be well off for the rest of their lives. So it's, it's what's the difference between 7.5 and 9.5. If you're making that much, well, it's yeah. two million bucks. That's it's still two. <laughs> it's still two million. Well, million. well yeah, spoken like yeah. a true guy that knows what he's talking about here. Yeah, yeah. U.S. You don't forget yeah. U.S. dollars. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, um, by the way, I just wanted to update the rookie scoring with nine fifty-three to go. Montreal has rolled ahead. It's now two-one. So, I just want to keep you on the edge of your seats as we go along here. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Get him engaged. Okay. You guys are dead quiet. Yeah. Well, what do I do okay. with that? <laughs> I, I'm excited. I, I think tomorrow is the day. Well, they'll let some guys go tonight too, but you'll know who's coming to camp tomorrow when they make those. And I'm excited to see who kind of played their way through and yeah. Um, you know the guys that are going to be there. You know who's definitely moving on. But there's always some interesting selections, or not even interesting. There's some there's some names that maybe surprise you one way or the other on main camp. They, I, I would hope Taryn Pfizer gets just right. They, a, they need bodies at the beginning of camp, as you guys are well aware, just to fill out rosters. So I'd like to see him just to get that couple of days before they cut him. And then there's always the junior kids. They bring them yep. in for a day or two, and then they send them back. But yeah, mm-hmm. there's uh, uh, camp will be exciting. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, ownership is coming in this week, allegedly. I thought there'd be announcement today that it was officially done. Mm-hmm. I know there was documents signed at least on Friday that were dropped off and whatnot. Um, it's, from what I told, it's the minutia of literally the dotting the I's and making sure the wording is all right in the contract, which I'm assuming is a million fucking pages long. Um, I'm... I'm so I, it, here's what's going to Monday today is uh, there may still be an announcement. We don't know. Tuesday is the golf tournament uh, and Michael Andlauer will be there along with some of the other owners as well. I don't know if Jeff York is playing Yorkie. Um, oh, no. The, the other thing is uh, Wednesday or Thursday will be the official press conference. It's likely to be Thursday. Uh, and I, I think at that time, as we do know, Cyril Leader has resigned from his spot at Myers is that he will be introduced as the CEO, and that may be the only one at the time. But there might be one other, and that's Peter Shirelli. Uh, I am told he's moved back into the Ottawa area, uh, and we all know that he has close ties to Michael Andlauer and to one Steve Steos from Edmonton. Uh, he could be a senior advisor. He could be president of Hockey Ops. I don't know. I think you're going to see Peter Shirelli part of this organization. Yorkie? I would agree with that. I would agree. I, and I know Peter. Uh, Peter actually signed me to my last year in the in the NHL. Probably uh, not one of his better signings. But I, <laughs> I had no business, Bob, being in the league anymore. But I'm happy. <laughs> as, as happy to be uh, playing my last year in Boston. No, I, you know, Peter gets a little bit of a bad rap for his time in Edmonton, which was a situation with a lot of cooks in the kitchen there with all the old alumni there the Um, owner yeah it just it was a circus there he did a great job in boston really smart guy um peter and i actually used to play on the same uh fastball team back in the day freddie's fried chicken that was our sponsor (laughs) (laughs) but no he's a real smart guy he's a harvard grad um well-respected in the native. hockey world, Ottawa native, old assistant general manager here. I, I think it's a great fit. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't know for certain, Wally, but if I, I think it's great. He's an Ottawa guy, like you said, very well-respected. Um, I just think it makes a ton of sense, and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Uh, Little-known fact, he may have signed you to your last deal. He signed my marriage certificate. Did he? <laughs> so I needed a lawyer to sign it yeah. and I brought it to a game day one time. Like, Hey yeah. Pete, I just, I just need a lawyer. Can you just sign this? Yeah. That's <laughs> so incredible. That... <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping he like, doesn't remember it. Uh, he's probably going to forget. Me. Like he's, he won the Stanley cup in Boston. He helped, he helped build that team. Like he's, yeah. he's got winning pedigree. Um, so there's a lot, there's a lot of things to like. 
And, uh, and it, again, in a small community like Ottawa, it, I think it's great to have as many local ties where people are passionate, care about the community. And uh, I just think it makes a ton of sense. Uh, so anyway, that's what we're, we're, the understanding is I think in, and uh, Alfie moves into a player development type role. Uh, that'll be his. I don't know exactly how that breaks down. I don't know, but I think that that's where he's leaning, but I don't know what conversations have also taken place at the time. Um, but exciting week. Like, like this is, this is exciting. And I do hear the Matthew Darsh rumors uh, as assistant GM. Maybe like, I do like the work Rick, uh, sorry, Ryan bonus has done in Ottawa mm -hmm. since he's been here. I think you need two at this point, especially uh, in a cap era with all of that stuff and running the AHL franchise. So, but I do like Matthew Darsh. I covered him when he played at McGill and I worked at uh, mm -hmm. Mon in Montreal for global TV. Mm -hmm. We go away, but he's a really good guy. Yeah. Yeah. R Ryan bonus is great. I like Ryan bonus a lot. Um, he's a sharp guy, up and coming guy. Um, yeah. So, so, so we'll see, but there's going to be a lot of moves made. Like Ottawa's got a skeletal staff right now. Like there's just, it's just, yeah. it's yep. so I mean, small. You got to have the analytics. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not hard to fill spots. I, there was a rumor a long time, like I'll say pre COVID probably six, seven years ago, they were inviting people in the hockey department, but not really hockey ops just to come sit in meetings. Cause they didn't have enough people. They just like, we just need to like, look like we're bigger. Come on down. Yeah. <laughs> just, People are like, yeah. well, I don't know why I'm in this meeting. You can still bring uh, the coffee, but come on, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> so there's lots of rumors about everybody getting traded from Drake Batherson to uh, Dominic Kubalik. Uh, I don't see either one of those guys being moved before this season starts. I, I know about um, the, the need to get somebody moved to get Pinto in. I just don't think it's any of those guys. I, I literally think it comes down to perhaps a defenseman if they need to and either or Matthew Joseph. I don't, I don't see it either. I think this is the first time that you can look at like you're going into the season with the 12 man roster, well, 13 forwards. Let's, let's go with that in our minds and, and take the salary cap out of it for just a minute. They don't want to move anybody. They have to move somebody. It's not going to be a Pinto. It's not going to be, it's not going to be a Batherson for reasons outside of hockey. That move's not going to, nobody's going to make that trade at this point. I don't think, oh. and I don't want to get into it by any means, but that's, it's not a safe trade to make. Um, yeah. I don't, I saw something about the flyers targeting a player out of Philly. I can't remember the name. And this was a, a couple of days ago, but um, I saw, was it Scott Lawton? Oh yeah. We talked about the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I, I, I think there's too much excitement for the guys that, are coming to camp to make this team. Don't you? Exactly. Like, yes. I, they don't uh, want to move anybody. And if anybody goes, it's going to be a Matthew Joseph. Batherson's Batherson's contract is so good. It's so team friendly for what he does. Like you, you can't, can't move him. I, to get a guy with that kind of skill uh, on that kind of number, you don't move that. Claude Giroux ain't going anywhere. Obviously, Tarasenko is not going anywhere. Brady, Stutzla, Norris, if you just do, if you just go by like subtraction, you get, you end up at, you end up at Matthew Joseph, Eric Brandstrom, Hamannick, Hamannick, nobody's picking up Hamannick right now. So you get down to Brandstrom and Matthew Joseph. Those are the guys, but you, that's, it's, what's Brandstrom making right now? Is it 2 million? 2 million? I believe. Yeah. I'm putting you on the spot right now. He was now. right in that area. That's, yeah. that's the thing. Like, and I like I, I I like Brandstrom as a player. I just yeah. think and he's just so miscast with what he is in the in well, the that's Ottawa, just it. in the Ottawa lineup. Like this guy is a puck moving offensive defenseman that should be on your second power play. He's not a penalty kill shutdown guy. So it makes no sense. So I guess, yeah, is he there for depth in case something happens? But if if you're expecting Chikrin to get hurt. Would you trade for him then? Like it's like yeah. you have your top four in place; those are your guys, and then you 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 plug in. But again, I, I get it. You should ne you can never have enough D. But now you're in now you're in cap trouble. So it's like usually with those bottom spots, you're paying guys a million bucks, eight hundred yes. or eight fifty. It's like that's that's a little too much for for that type of guy. But it's a one year deal, so it's not the end of the world. But I don't know. I'm with you, Bob. It's it's got to be it's got to be Joseph, or it's 
it's got to be a Brandstrom, someone like that, just to, to get a little bit of cap relief. Yeah. Uh, also, don't forget, JBD is on a one-way deal as well, right? They have 70 yeah. on one-way contracts. But, but making, I'm making a lot less. Yeah, yeah. No, money-wise, I'm just saying they, they do have I, guys on one-way deals. They just they have to be able to do something with, right? You're not going to keep everybody yeah. around. Um, yeah, like you're yeah. <clears throat> I, I want to discuss before we get into Mike Babcock because I'm excited to talk about this one is uh, the Josh Bailey PTO. So Josh Bailey's played 1,057 games. He's a former ninth overall pick uh, in 2008, 184 mm-hmm. goals, 580 points. Uh, I, I mean, there's, there's no risk in this whatsoever. Is mm-hmm. this one of those they're trying to a little protection perhaps that uh, if Matthew Joseph, if they can move him around, they get this kind of depth? I think there's that. And I, it feels to me like I'm a little bit more of a favor from the coaching staff to Josh Bailey. You're, you're somewhat local. Let's give you an opportunity to go showcase yourself. Last year wasn't a great year for you. You can come in and possibly there's a possibility that we may need you to fill a void that is, that could come up, but it's going to be on a league minimum deal. And this is what you're going to be making. So there might be that probably the conversation that might've been had um, or probably the conversation that was had, excuse me. But yeah. at the meantime, use this opportunity to show 31 other teams that, Hey, I can still play at an elite level, you know, a thousand fifty games in or whatever it is. I still have some legs left in the tank and then you earn yourself something out of there. So it feels like a favor with some protection built in, I think. Yeah. Well, Josh Bailey, if you go back in his history, he goes all the way back to his Windsor Spitfire days when DJ Smith was the assistant coach there. So there's a long history there. So I'm sure DJ stepped up and said, this is a character guy. And exactly what you said, Bob, if we don't get Pinto signed, this might be a guy we we plug in. We know he's a pro. We know he's an NHL player and he'd be good in the room. And I know the guy, I know the player. So uh, to me, yeah. it makes a lot of sense. I like Bailey as a player too. He's really smart. Like he's very a very smart player. Yeah. He's so he's not the quickest guy, but he's a pro. He gets the puck on his stick and he's composed. He's methodical. Yeah. Uh, I, I I I think it's a it's it's a it's a great low low risk move. And uh the coaching staff knows the player and they thought enough of him to invite him. So I, I think it's a great move. He's also a player that's played top six in the past. So if something happens to one of your guys right? at any position in the top six, he can play center. He can play wing. Yeah, He's a, he's a chess piece. He's a chess piece yeah. that you can have. And if he doesn't have a great camp, it's a low risk move because you move him on and you wish him luck. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I personally saw, I saw it and I personally thought it was a great idea. Me. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Uh, 2017, 18, he had uh, 18 goals and 71 points for a career high in both of those numbers. So, yeah. uh, and 53 assists, which is career high as well. So yeah, I, Hey, I, I like the move. I don't have any issues with it. I've always liked him as a player. And so we'll see how it He's, goes. It reminds me of obviously Derek Broussard a bit, um, yep. but Broussard was, I, I felt like they needed somebody that they could secure at center until Mark Castellick He's, got his feet wet. Just yeah. think about this, Wally. He's only 33 years old, Bailey. I think in 30, yeah. I think in October, he, he's younger than Claude Giroux. Like, it's not like this guy's right. an old man. Like, he's no, crazy that he's played 1,057 games today. So he's got some miles on the odometer, but hey, I, I, guys like that, they just settle things down. They're good guys to have around. So, yeah, I'm, I'm dependent exactly what Bob said. If he has a good camp, you got a decision to make. Yep. Okay. So here's then my question What do you think the chances are that he, is on this roster out of camp. Oh. What do you think, Yorkie? Um, I don't have the camp roster. Are there any more invites like a Bailey invited to camp? And I'm putting you on so the, the roster here. hasn't been out yet. It should come out tomorrow. Okay. So if Bailey is the only guy in that category that is coming to camp, depending if Pinto's not signed, I think there's a very good chance. I think there's a very good chance because he can, it's just, it's a great piece to have. Um, Yeah. And and it's low risk. You sign him to the league minimum and uh, you plug him in. So I think it's, uh, and who knows how much leverage he has. Like if, does he have other teams that are interested? Did he have other options? If, if he didn't, then uh, yeah, all dependent on Pinto. If Pinto's drags on and doesn't get signed, I think Bailey can make the team. Yeah, I'd agree. Now, would you... T- okay, then here's the debate, maybe. Although not quite the same 
Ridley Gregg or Josh Bailey? Who makes your roster? Both. You've got too many bodies. You've got to move people then. Then there's Parker Kelly. Zach uh, McEwen. Zach McEwen's not going anywhere. To me, to me, if to me, unless Ridley Gray comes to camp and, and shows that he's completely not ready, then he's it's his job to lose. And Josh <laughs> yeah. would really have to push him out. Well, who, so well, who, the first round pick in your organization is going to be the guy that gets the job. hundred percent. I'm just looking, I'm doing the numbers though. If if you take Pinto out. Like you normally beginning of the season, you're taking two extra forwards, right? Sure. Yeah, you're yeah. taking two extra forwards. So you take Pinto out, there's room for him. But I'm thinking Josh Bailey's getting a one way deal. Well, it's still low risk. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe he won't. Like, who knows? Like, Rangers well, then it becomes that's a whole other, that's a whole other. Yeah. Story. Like, if you yeah. can, if you can somehow convince him to take a two way deal. And say, hey, you're going to be back and forth. We, uh, you know, right now you're going to start with us. I, I don't know how much leverage he has right now. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. It's hard to say if he's got who his agent is, what other teams. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure DJ Smith had a lot to do with him coming. And the Jack Capuano was his head coach in the island too. Don't forget. Yeah, so he's got two guys in his corner, and 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 Bailey was pretty good back when when Cap was coaching there. So you got. Yeah. I, f- I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah, caps there too. So yep. that that's how you stick around in the NHL. The reason guys play longer is because you always say you only have one have to have one guy in the league who likes you, and then somehow you can just keep surviving. So <laughs> I right. would say the chances of him surviving are very good because he's got two guys in his corner. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, that's how it uh, works, Wally. It no, does. I get it. I, I I totally get it. I'm just. I'm probably more on the side of they've got so like, many guys that are itching to take a spot that they I think are ready. Like yeah, the NHL ready. is like Survivor Island. You just gotta you gotta have people on your side. Just keep, I, yes. keep, keep, keep so keep true. Them. Just it's keep a good problem them. to have. Uh, all right, we're moving on. Uh, we're gonna get to Mike Babcock here in a second. I'm thinking there's something else we've forgotten to talk about the sense, but we'll get to that too. Um, this show, as always, uh, is a gamble, if you will. Uh, brought to you as always by Botano. Go to botano.ca, download the uh, all new award winning app. Uh, lots of things uh, to look up, including get in now for your Stanley Cup winner, for your Hart Trophy winner. All those awards are there. You can lay down those bets. Uh, and they are the, the leader uh, when it comes to uh, online gaming. Uh, hundreds of betting options for events and try same game parlays with Bet Builder. Also, live in game betting, the most competitive odds on the market. Don't forget, on Saturday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, they have trivia. Uh, five, sorry, seven answers out of 10. I think you win 500 bucks. So, uh, or 500 coins with Botano. Anyway, don't have to bet. Go check them out. Must be 19 years of age to, or older to play. Please play responsibly. And by our good friends at BEI. Oh, Bobby, we've switched it. So here, here you go. All right. Well, thank you to our friends at BEI, Ottawa Valley's heavy civil general contractor. John, oh, man, I was <laughs> heavy contract. Oh, two already. Yeah. Helping to shape Ottawa Valley. You can give him a follow. You can give him a, you know what? You really caught me off guard here, but you can, you can find <laughs> come them. to rehearsal. Yeah, you, you can find them at BonisherExcavating.com or get a hold of them at 613-432-1120. This is embarrassing. When planning your next project, consider BEI for your aggregate supply needs, uh, equipment rentals, all that other stuff. And slow down at construction zone. Wow, boys. <laughs> I was paying Monday. attention too. You got a chew in, Bob? <laughs> no, no, no. Slow down at construction zones. And um, if, you, if you join up, I don't know if they still have free hockey Friday. With the with the fellows, but uh, it's coming back. Little, the ice it's is coming back. On. Another incentive. So thanks to BI. Sorry, I uh, I bombshelled you guys there. <laughs> uh, uh, very nice. Uh, well, not really, but good job. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I was really open to have Sutton on because I I think uh, Andy would have a different perspective. Um, him along with Yorkie playing back in uh, the earlier years. Uh, People wanted to defend Babcock saying there's no big deal with all of this stuff. We doubt we now know, just in case you haven't tuned in, Mike Babcock has resigned, not even having coached a game for Columbus. They had a press conference today where John Davidson and Yarmo Kekalainen both said, we made a mistake. We apologize. But the ownership has said, you know what? We're not making any changes to our uh, organization. Uh, so now they're staying. I think it's time. I don't understand how Yarmo Kekalainen survives this, but furthermore, mm-hmm. uh, 
I'm not sure why everybody was so quick to jump down uh, Paul Bissonnette's throat yeah. when all three of us sitting here understood exactly what he was saying and it was coming from the players. Is anybody, are either one of you too surprised of how this played out? Yorkie, what do you think? Um, I'm, I'm surprised. Okay, so first of all, so I, I, I told, I told you guys this last show. I've, I've got a long history with Babcock. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's, a, I think he's a terrible person. Um, no, because I'm not surprised. I'm surprised it happened this quickly, and. I knew what Columbus was doing. You get you get your captain and your best player to come out and say this. And we said this on the show last week. I bet you the rookies and the younger guys had totally different experiences. Of course, because it's because it's a power move. But I'm not surprised. Paul Bissonnette is not going to come out and make that statement. He's got too much to lose if it's not true. And yeah. he doubled he doubled down on it. Um, and no, I didn't I didn't think he was lying. Uh, there was, he's not saying that if it's not true. Am I surprised Columbus? No, because the way that the way the culture is in NHL right now, it's if you, they went into damage control, they had to do something quickly. And as one, as soon as the NHL PA flew into town and interviewed guys, <laughs> they had no choice. They had no choice. And it's so it, it, young kids to now young kids today. The phone is their most important thing in their lives. Like if man, you, you they're addicted to their phones. So it's, yeah, it's, I get it. I totally understand. Um, so yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I think you answered what I was thinking and not able to express. I'm, I'm surprised it happened this quickly. Um, but as soon as Ron Hainsey gets on a plane, you're in trouble. So <laughs> I think that's got a lot to do with it. Um, and, Did he play and- for Babs? Bob, the Hainsey play for Babs? I'm trying to remember. Well, would he have been there in Toronto at the same time? I get, I'm going to look that up. Two seconds. Um, yeah. I, I think he up. did. Yeah. But I think he did second. too. I'm but what I would say about that is as soon as he gets on a plane and as soon as there's an investigation, somebody somewhere is taking something. So Babs took the hit. But I, I agree. I don't know how the GM and the other guy get away scot free yeah. out of this. Right? Survivor Island again. Like, there you go. Well, well, just, JD, yeah. I would say Yarmo probably gets axed. Yeah, he should have, but he should have been axed already. Like this is an egregious. Okay, first of all, uh, Ron Hainsey played two seasons with Mike Babcock. Okay. This is he probably an egregious one, right? And he would know exactly how Mike Babcock operated. That's so the Andy, only thing. Like, there's Andy not paid one his own person. ticket. <laughs> yeah, he paid his own like, ticket on that flight. Like, yeah, it's like, ah, are you I'm sure Ron Hainsey's coming? Yeah, I guarantee um, you, Hainsey's probably talking to Commodore on the phone. They're all talking. Who are the guys? This is the guy that sent the text to me because on Chicklets, they didn't out the guy, but behind closed doors said, these are the guys you need to talk to. And they went right there and talked to those guys and got it done. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, with, without me knowing 100%, that's just connecting connecting the dots here. But um, <laughs> it's for, I wonder. I wonder, though, like, did he actually put it up on the airplay? Like, put the phone up. <laughs> That's pretty. Because, that, well, he wouldn't have had a chance, right? Because nobody's in the locker room yet. Yeah. So the, unless they're unless <laughs> just they're there in his from, office. J- just in his office. That would be. Uh, I don't know. It's fucking weird, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't uh, do you know? Do you know Commodore Bob? No, no. Talk I was with. Man. I was with Kami in Anaheim. We both got sent down to Cincinnati by Babs. And and he friggin' hated him. But hey, I had more reason to hate him. I was like on a one way contract. I was a top yeah. four D getting uh friggin' bullied by so, Babs. But uh yeah, it was funny. The so, uh the the pervert line was the best. Oh, it was good. It was good. Yeah. It was good. He's a pervert around here. Yarmo Kekalainen has been there for ten years. What has Columbus done except beat Tampa one year in a playoff? That Tampa Toronto should... in the bubble. Don't don't forget they beat Toronto in the ah, bubble. I believe. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That counts. Yes. That counts okay. Too. Other than that, it's been a mess. John mm-hmm. Tortorella went in there. Like I don't understand. And Yarmo used to be with Ottawa at one point. I, I do know him a bit. I just and don't get this one. I don't well, get he... how he survives, and I don't get how they thought Mike Babcock was the answer. And just. Just I want to clarify something too that we talked about the other day. 
the difference between John Tortorella and Mike Babcock. People have a lot more, especially players, have a lot yes. more respect for John Tortorella because if he doesn't like you, he will tell you to your face. You know exactly where you stand. There's no bullshit behind closed doors. There's no mind games. It's man-to-man, tell you how it is, and you take it or you like it. So there's a huge difference between those two characters. Everybody's saying, well, they brought Tortorella yes. in. No, John Tortorella's not a bad guy. He just has no, different he's a methods. very good guy. But he's all my honest. point was is that he comes with a – he just comes with a – a lot of it seems baggage, if you will. They just yeah. When people say John Turner, like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? But he's not a weasel. That's the difference. No, no, he's not. And he's in. Yeah. He's straight and to the point. I do respect yeah. that about him. I'm just trying to yeah. say there just yeah. always seems to be drama that doesn't need to happen. I know, but he he doesn't like the bullshit, and then I get it. But uh, anyways, I just wanted to clarify that. Yep. Yep. Nope. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, I don't understand how Kekalainen is still there. Um, I do have a line for you. Talk about Ron Hainsey. When he signed in Ottawa, two years, five million. I remember sitting him down the uh, day like tomorrow, which is uh, training camp, and going, "Why did you pick Ottawa?" And he's like, "Have you seen what they're paying me?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and he's and that's on camera. I'm like, this is a great line. I'm like, fantastic. He's very good. Very good point. Yeah, <laughs> good afternoon here. Yeah, he's a beauty. Yeah, good dude too. Bobby, uh, I just remember him wearing the big, did he have the black blades? Like he could always look at his feet and he looked slower than he was because he had the big black boots with the black blades. And I'm like, yep. ooh. Yep. You're not getting just, around too good anymore. No, he was a smart player though, man. He just always went where the puck was going to go. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. And he was, he was out there to micromanage the D because they were so young. Yeah. And a lot of times you would hear DJ start to go down there and Ron would turn around and be like, I got it. And it, it was just D. Ron would talk to the player instead of DJ getting on him. Um, awesome. It was, it was a great, yeah, it was good. Uh, quickly. Um, now. Okay. Here, before we move on, I just want to, uh, if you are now a Columbus player, one, the Boone Jenner thing, people want to jump all over. Boone was just told to write this press release. Let's not give, let's not put this on Boone Jenner whatsoever. He was told to send out a statement and he did it. Whether he believed it or not, doesn't matter. Let's just let Boone Jenner go from this kind of nonsense um but not trade from the team i'm just give him a yeah no yeah yeah um if you're a player in columbus now does everybody kind of want out like what what have you said to the organization or what has the organization said to you as players with the nonsense that's gone on i think the players are sitting there accepting the apology and realizing they dodged a bullet they don't have a camp with mike babcock so what (laughs) it's all gravy (laughs) at this point (laughs) players are like hey we're running yep. the show now. Yep. No. Th- yeah. The players right now are are through the roof excited. <laughs> so, um, but do they think little... their team is yeah. better today than it was? That I couldn't tell you, but they they think they're happier going to the rink. That's a big part of being better, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't I, have to. I, I, I don't have to know that Mike Babcock's got me airplaying. <laughs> Nothing, nothing's going to show up from ten oh, pictures man. ago. So yeah, uh, okay. the anxiety is a little less. <laughs> I just feel like Patrick Liney and Johnny Goudreau and Boonja. Like, I'm not sure I want to be here. I, yeah. I think they want to be there on the first and the fifteenth. spoken like a true player yeah i think think those two are just fine (laughs) i don't think i don't think patrick lyde gets bothered about too much he's got uh he's he hasn't he's the guy that likes playing the video games all the time at night wasn't he didn't they say his guy guy and yeah Fortnite and all that i remember reading the articles about that yeah all right uh he's an andy scott guy by the way Uh, yes local agent here uh he's an yeah he's an andy guy he can shoot it man like oh can he ever? He's got to have one of the top three releases in the league right now. Like, oh, yeah. that just explodes off his stick. I well, whoever whoever the top three were, they all just took a bump down. You see Connor Bedard's three goals. Oh, how about that second <laughs> one walking off the half wall? Um, you can't even see the first video I saw. You can't see the puck hit the net. You just hear tink, and it the angle was ridiculous. Did you fucking shot? So did you see, I, re, I, I watched this video on him a while ago and they're talking about why his release is so good. So I guess when he was a kid, he broke his wrist. Um, it was his bottom hand on the stick. So he learned how to really use his top hand to be dominant. 
Okay. And he's and his and his dad's convinced that help him get more torque on his shots because he said he'd go down uh, to the basement wherever his shooting thing was and he'd shoot pucks with his one hand, just the top hand, and he learned how to get that top hand into it because his release is unique. Yeah. And he just he got he got that whip like you see that whip and it just it's such a like guys that master that like that's a. That is not not many guys can pull that shot off. But he, the dad says it's because he learned how to develop that strength in his upper hand, which is where the power from his shot comes from. Which I thought I found that really interesting. I never heard that, but I'm just cringing about the amount of ten year olds shooting one handed in the basement right now. From oh, there's a ton. There's, reading I'm, that article. I'm calling my son right now. One second. Yeah. yeah, Bob. If you want, if you want your kids to make it, they got to shoot a million pucks a day. It's it's, a, it's a different game now. Yeah, waited. Uh, no. Get the skills I'm coach. Not pushing it. Um, yeah, wait Igor Sokolov would would shoot steel uh steel pucks, yeah, or iron whatever they were he, weighted he metal pucks. Yeah, he can shoot too. He's got a great release. Yeah. Uh, it's so. If you are uh like, why is Connor Bedard playing in a rookie tournament? Am I wrong to think they probably this? made him play the one game right or two and then sit the third? He's I a rookie. Know. Every first year player has done it, man. Every every yeah. second year player has done it for the most part, too. Well, it's you know? I like it. Like you're a rookie. This is the way we do it. There's no exceptions. And I'm sure he's not questioning either. Hey, he wants to be because he's got so much focus on him, so much pressure. This is great. He's with the guys. Yeah. And and, and then he goes out and pots three. That's great. Yeah. yeah I, I think do we I, worry I about think, some knucklehead trying to run him though listen that can happen in any game and, yeah. and it, it's 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 a good thing earn your stripes he's already made the team um yeah. I, it's a non-issue <laughs> it's a non-issue for it's a non-issue for me i just I, say let him, let him get his feet wet right. two games and get him out of there and then make yeah. him ready for camp but it, yeah. but i understand making him go through the process like everybody else i think it's important Absolutely. And he just pots three goals like it's nothing. He, like it was, I mean, all three of those shots were really unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm really interested to see how he plays uh, in the NHL because there's every, it's just, he's such a unique player because he's smaller. He's got that big shot. He seems very shifty, east, west, not more of like, like you see so many of these young guys, like a McDavid, like they had that video before of the two of them, McDavid versus Bedard and Bedard looked like a junior player when they're going through the pylons and that. And they're like, wow, what a difference. So that's not his game. Like his game is more about deception, hiding yeah. the puck, releasing the puck. Um, it's like, now you see it. Now you don't. We're so I'm, I'm interested. I, I've, I haven't watched him a lot in junior. I'm, I'm just fascinated to see how he does this year in Chicago. Does he score 40 goals? Wow, that's tough. Um, I'd say I, I think he scores 30 just with 15 on the power play. He's getting every puck touch, right? He's getting every yeah. and he's gonna get where he wants. So let's let's yeah. give let's give him 10 power play goals. I think he scores 30 goals, yes. I think that's do yeah, I would agree. That's doable for sure. With that shot, like that's nuts. Like he's I mean and and he's going to have the element of surprise. Guys know he can shoot it, but goalies don't know quite how much he can change mm -hmm. the angle with that release yet. Like he's going to score, he's going to catch guys early by surprise for sure. When, yeah, like when you get on every single power play, you have so much time and space. Yeah, I, I, I would, I'd give him over under ten. He's getting over ten power play goals for sure with that shot. They'll yeah. have him as their shooter. The whole power play is going to be getting him the puck. Yep. getting him getting him into a place to have success so yeah pencil him in for probably 12 to maybe 12 goals on the pp and then another 18 even strength i think that's very doable yep uh, mark kennedy said 40 goals not on that team wally uh he might have a point but they did get him yeah. they did improve a little they're gonna yeah, surround players i mean Felino. yeah taylor hall they got, they got some players there Work Tyler hard. Johnson can still play. Taylor Hall can play. I mean, they got some guys that are going to be able to get him the puck. For sure. For sure. All right. I'm off to shoot some pucks in the basement. So uh, <laughs> there you go. It's a thousand. Right. I think it is. Is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll see you Thursday with Andy Sutton and uh, plenty to ask him. Plus, I want to get your take on 
training camp and what happens in the first couple of days. So uh, that's all to come on Thursday. Until then, enjoy, everybody. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next Thanks, time. Coming in hot. See you, everybody. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 